It's the Weekly Wrap with your host, broadcasting legend Bruce Wolf, and his trusty sidekick, comedian Tim Slagle. And now, without further ado, Bruce Wolf. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the Weekly Wrap. And uh, Tim has been away for a while, so I forgot what the whole bit was. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to remember uh, <laughs> or, or figure out what's in his background. Now, I know you've been away and traveling, but I'm sure you're you're trying to be topical. So what's going on? Probably... um. It's all uh, you've got a Twitter glitch in the background somehow. Somehow you've uh, depicted a Twitter glitch in honor of uh, Ron DeSantis's uh, announcement yesterday that he is running for president. Am I right about that, Tim? Uh, you should have stayed with your initial guess. Ah, OK. Oh, there it there, is. The, the, the fabulous Oceana Riviera, where I spent the last two weeks. You were on a cruise the entire week? Two yeah. weeks? Yeah, two weeks. Through where? Where did you go? We started in Istanbul and we ended up in Barcelona. Really? And so yeah. uh, having gone uh, on a tour of Europe, uh, first of all, were you the ugly American? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there, yes. Yes, I was. Okay. And how, we, so, uh, how did you manifest that? Uh, well, we ended up at a cafe in Cannes and uh, uh, I was being loud and forgetting that uh, that, you know, people in France know English. Because they, because right. that's the only way they get American dollars is to learn sure. English. So may we, yeah. <laughs> so there I was at the cafe, and uh, somebody says, "Oh, you know, why do they hate Americans so much?" And I said very loudly, "Well, they hate us because they would have rather been speaking German for the past oh, century." Oh my God! Oh. <laughs> Reconcile Francais. Oh my and, goodness! Uh, and uh, there were a couple uh, necks that snapped around so quickly. And it said, no, we hate you because of things like that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm surprised they didn't torpedo the Titanic behind you. Did you get the nauseated? I can't go on cruises. I I can't play shuffleboard anything. I'm uh, bunk. The last time the last time I got seasick was about 1992. I went on a whale watch outside of San Francisco and uh, uh, the waves were huge. They were like 20 yeah. foot waves. And we were going up the face of them. And uh I got uh, I got pretty got pretty seasick then. That was the last time I've gotten seasick. Oh, and I you've gone, a, done since. I mean, have you ever done? Uh, have you ever been the entertainment on on a cruise? I never have, but uh, but I I am pursuing that. I uh, I oh, met really? the I met the comedian after the show, and he he gave me uh, uh he gave me the info on his agent. So so we're in contact. I mean, you right could now, be part right? of the Love Boat crew. I mean, it you know it'd be, it'd be like <laughs> cruise director Julie Isaac. Captain Stooping, <laughs> and there's Tim Slagle, and he will, from port to port, insult all the locals for you. Okay, <laughs> so that you'll be running back to the ship. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, it was it was quite a tour. Uh, uh, we were we were in Istanbul for the Turkish election. We were in Monaco for the Grand Prix, and in Cannes wow. for the film festival. So we saw oh, wow. some. Uh, so we saw some uh, probably the. We weren't there for Eurovision, but uh, all the uh, other big European so, events. We were so. There did you for. time that, or is that just serendipitous that you were uh, complete, completely, places? completely serendipitous? Yeah. We couldn't. Right. Uh, the The Grand Bazaar had to be closed. They were worried about there was going to be violence. Oh, okay. Well, you know, uh, just turning it to uh, you know our little uh, political show here. Uh, although, please uh, pepper this whole uh, podcast with uh, with with the stories about about Europe. But uh, I was reading this uh, article by Scott Lincecum in the in the dispatch. And, you know, everybody complains about our economy. But compared to France, of all places, did you know that Mississippi, the poorest U.S. state, 
has a higher average income than France. No wonder they were so hostile to you. We deserve so much more. Allons enfants de la patria. Oh, my goodness. You, you didn't see Rick's Cafe in Jackson, Mississippi, did you? You know, or them singing the, the Star Spangled Banner. In uh, in Istanbul, in yeah. Turkey right now, the inflation rate is, rate is 85%. Oh, my goodness. So we have it much better. Uh, incomes in the lowest quintile in the U.S. have risen by 74% adjusted for inflation since 1990. Um, never mind how our in-kind income has raised with cell phones. I mean, I, I think oh. I'm just spectacularly richer than I was back in, in, in those in those days. Um, yeah, I, I remember. I remember uh, being in a band when I was uh, in the uh, in the early '80s, and it was one of the biggest things. We had to pool our money together to buy a little bit of studio time to record a, right. to record a demo track, and uh, how much how expensive that was. And now, uh, it's an app that I don't even use on my phone. Right. Well, <laughs> I wanted to be in television so desperately, and just to record an audition tape, you had to jump through so many hoops. I mean, nobody. But he had the equipment. You actually had to go to a real television studio. Well, who, who's going to give you time? You know, Tim Weigel gave me a little time at Channel 7 once. Oh, OK. You know, but other than that, now you could do it on your cell phone. The only problem is it's not worth it being on television anymore because people use their cell phones. So, oh, OK, I get it. Um, America spends roughly 37 percent more per pupil on education than the average member of the OECD. I don't know. I have OCD. I don't, what is that? It's a club of mostly rich countries. When it comes to post-secondary uh, education students, uh, it, it spends twice the average. Millennials, you know, are always worried about the millennials. They're doing as well as uh, older groups did, you know, back when when uh, when they were, you know, millennial age. So, you know, everybody's worried about the millennials, but they seem to be keeping pace with uh, the boomers pretty much. Um, is it? I heard that entry. I heard that entry level income is way down, though. Oh, okay, and, uh, and 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 my, you know, and that's that's uh, most likely because uh, uh, the, the, there's a lot of entry level labor streaming over the border every day. Well, there you go. I mean, there you go. I mean, when you got twelve year olds being hired <laughs> uh, <laughs> to do a job that a forty five year old American wouldn't do. Um, yeah, and if we give all those twelve year olds jobs, who will mine the cobalt for our electric cars? Huh? <laughs> Tell me about it. So, um. But I mean, some of this reminded me, uh, you know, having the proper perspective, uh, um, uh, you know, one of your brethren in the, in the comedy club, uh, Louis C.K., he was always a, a eternally marveling at air travel. You know how people complain about mm -hmm. air travel all the time, but sure. he was just like, I can't believe I'm flying somewhere. Um, I am worried, you know, uh, well, I'm thinking maybe with, you know, this uh, good news from Scott Lincecum that Tucker Carlson Tucker Carlson can stop fretting about truckers being replaced by AI. We're all going to be replaced by AI. So relatively speaking, we'll all be equally miserable, which is a socialist dream. Right. So I, I think we're going to be just fine. Um, are are so you, you as yeah, sanguine yeah. as I am? You kind of you kind of you kind of took a leap right there. Are you saying that AI will be piloting airplanes? Uh, no, trucks. Uh, but uh, they will never let uh, an automatic pilot. I mean, I saw the movie Airplane and uh 
You know, I saw <laughs> the automatic pilot and, uh, you know, uh, no, they're, they're not going to, they'll always have to have, it, it's, it's going to be a long time before we're comfortable, uh, with that. But I could, I could see trucks being driven out in the, like yeah. in the Dakotas out in that area. I mean, out there, it's like a, you know, it's like a hot air balloon. You can just, you could just, <laughs> you could just stick a truck, turn it on, put a brick on the accelerator pedal and yeah, get to uh, the other much. end eventually. But it's, uh, I, 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 I cannot think that anyone would trust ai to pilot trucks through chicago traffic well you know i, I we'll, we'll see i mean I, you know i never thought you know i'd have one of those you my know, google loop. maps my google maps always drops out in the loop i always have to make sure to save my directions if i'm going to be going well when i've gone i was it. just on like lower wacker drive uh a couple of weeks ago and it was i felt like i was in the french connection or something i had totally lost my uh my my google maps i didn't know where even though i know downtown it's like well i i don't know i don't know what to do anymore um meantime, speaking of that speaking of that lower yeah. wacker was ruined by google maps because before google maps nobody knew about lower wacker it was a, oh it, right it was a 70 mile an hour freeway sure. underneath the city of chicago right. i thought all they did was make movies down there i didn't think anybody <laughs> actually went there and the and the homeless lived there i understand that the homeless and of course now the homeless have moved to o'hare but no i i i, I last time that. i was down there i could tell that google maps is actually directing traffic down there it, <laughs> right. uh, it's, it's been ruined yeah but the but the google maps i couldn't i couldn't it went off and I yeah. wound up, you know, because I had to have it way north. I wound up going all the way down to to catch the Eisenhower. And I felt like such a rube. But uh, OK, you couldn't you couldn't pull over and ask a pile of blankets for directions. I, I you know, I, they would have wanted money for it. You, you know that they're always got a hand out there. Um, so Biden, um, this is a little while ago. So he finally agreed uh, for a training for Ukrainians uh, on, on the F-16 at the G7 summit. You know, always trying to be just a few months late, late on these things. Um, and he came up with a, a new word called de-risking, which I don't think is related necessarily to DeSantis, which we found out if you <laughs> paid attention yesterday that we've been mispronouncing Ron DeSantis's name all along. And I'm going to continue to do it. I'm going to be grandfathered in and continue to go DeSantis. But he did that. Um, and, you know, it's interesting. I, I, I guess I guess he's lampooned somewhat. Uh, for for his errors and for his age. But, you know, I remember when Will Ferrell would do his uh, George uh, Bush impersonation at uh, GW and and show how much pride he had in getting the names of all these foreign leaders in the places that you just <laughs> visited. Uh, and do they do that on Saturday Night Live now with with Biden, with every mistake? Because, I mean, he fell. He actually fell and he, he righted himself. And I'm wondering what the over under is on, on Biden uh, just doing, you know, an absolute face plant one of these days with international leaders <laughs> by the end of the year. You think you think it'll happen? You know, Gerald Ford bumped his head once. On, right. And uh, he was uh, considered a clot. Yeah. And Chevy right. Chase and Chevy Chase used that for the for his entire administration as uh, right. you know. Speaking of Saturday, speaking of Saturday Night Live, uh, I was reminded of the Danny a bit because Jimmy Carter is holding is hanging in there. Jimmy Carter, he's been on, in hospice for three months. And I was thinking that uh, uh, a la, uh, Saturday Night Live, Dan Aykroyd's invitation when he was uh, asked if he had lust in his heart. And he, he I, I'm thinking that we'll know it's it's the end for Jimmy when they uh, bring in Sherry Lewis 
and Phyllis Newman, those saucy vixens, uh, to be at his bedside. <laughs> that's one of the funniest <laughs> SNL bits I remember. That he, that's the people that he had uh, lust in his heart for. But he's hanging in there. Um, yeah. So uh, Cujo's, as Michael Jordan uh, would say, um, did you go to when you went to France? Uh, speaking of Michael Jordan, did you vis visit uh, the art museum that he uh, apparently called the Luge? Did, did, did you visit it or no? I did not make it to the Louvre. Yeah, but you were in. You were in. Is it can? It's can, right? Not con. It's can. I think. It's Am con. I right? I I think. What What does it matter when when ugly American Tim is there saying <laughs> we don't care about you? We saved your asses twice in the last century. Bruce Will Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. Tonight, the Republican race heating up. I'm the candidate the far left fears the most. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott emphasizing his own story and leaning into optimism. You have a very positive message. You quote scripture. And yet the two people leading the GOP field right now, former President Trump and Governor DeSantis, they're not afraid to demonize their opponents. Do you think GOP voters want someone carrying a Bible or do they want someone driving a bulldozer into the Democrats? Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. And uh, Tim, I, I was told that uh, by Chris, our producer, that he had to use Tim Scott's announcement because uh, this DeSantis was so glitchy. Um, we're not immune to that. Here's here's the thing. I I don't think anybody really cares that he uh, came on uh, via Twitter. I I didn't. Was it on TV yesterday, or did you listen to it? Uh, I I didn't pay attention to it. I knew that it existed. Did you? Uh no. No, so I, yeah. I I. He announced. I mean, what what else? What else is there to say? Right. You know, I mean. It, it, he right. announced what we already knew. Right, right. We already knew it. I'm going to vote for him, uh, probably, if he's still around by the time the Illinois primary uh, rolls around. Uh, as far as Tim Scott goes, uh, Uncle Tim, as we like to call him. Uh, oh, because, uh, oh. You know, oh, yeah. Come oh. on. Come on. You know, you know. Here's Boy. the problem. So you're with sounding that. more like a Democrat every single yeah, week. Yeah, no, Bruce. no, no. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I would love to see him as president. I would absolutely love to see him as president of the United States. But well, um, it's it, it's actually it's uh, Dan Bongino part brought up that uh, that he's probably running for vice president because he knows if there's one thing that uh, Democrats hate more than Donald Trump, it's a black conservative. Oh, right. It's going to be the Thomas. slate of hate. Yeah, what Joy Behar lectured Tim Scott and Clarence Thomas on racism in America, which was which was fun. I mean, what what didn't both of these guys have single mothers? I mean, what what kind of cred do you need? Black and single mothers? Uh, I that, yeah, Thomas was raised by his grandparents, and yeah. Tim was yeah, Tim was raised. Oh, you're by not a, even his mother, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah just it's right, uh, Joy Tim's Bush, uh, Tim's know. Tim's grandfather actually picked cotton. That's uh. I'm sorry. It's just not good enough. But um, I, I, I saw an onion headline <laughs> yeah. and it said, yeah, it's Republican... better to smoke dope in a car in Hawaii with a bunch sure. of uh, with a bunch of locos. <laughs> I think I think that I think that uh, Obama, what did he call it? His chum game. There was a name like chum, chum gang, the chum, chum gang. gang. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, the great thing about Obama was that he had remember his biography. Uh, his autobiography that he wrote, uh, the one that was critically acclaimed. I, I forgot what it, what it was called now. Um, and uh, yeah, the one that the, the one that about the author said born in Kenya. 
Well, they wanted him to be. Well, they thought he had a PR guy who thought it was be exotic to say that he was born in Kenya. Oh, no, no. No, 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 he wasn't born in Kenya. Now, we changed that, and the Enya K. Um, so, no, Obama's autobiography was great because everybody was saying how authentic, uh, how authentic it was. Yeah, and it's dreams from my father. And, you know, and and there were these characters who had suffered discrimination that he was involved with when he was growing up in Hawaii. So this guy, Andrew Ferguson, do you, you're familiar with the writer, Andrew Ferguson, conservative I, writer for years. He actually compared dreams from my father with this opus that was done on uh, a biography uh, of, of, about Obama. I forgot. I forgot who did it. I want to say Brinkley, but I'm not. It may, may be somebody or, or is there a guy Moranis? Or, I, 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 anyway, it was like 500 pages and it had everything about his life. And he compared that the autobiography, the, sl the slender volume by Obama with the one that was exhaustive that, that mentioned every person and he couldn't find anybody that even closely. And remember, Obama tried to uh, characterize this as uh, some of these characters are, are composites. You know, he, right. he tried to cover himself. Well, Andrew Ferguson showed that they weren't even composites. They were just flat out lies. They were flat out <laughs> made up probably by uh, Bill Ayers, probably wrote the damn. Yeah, thing. that's what that's yeah. what I think. That's what well, I remember I mean, is that uh, well, Bill Ayers, you go into Bill Ayers childhood and you can find all the characters. Right. right. But the thing is, is and, and, and Ferguson, you know, with, with his tongue in his cheek, uh, said, well, you, you can understand he, he, he had to make it like something happened, like something was hard for him growing up in Hawaii, uh, other than, you know, being part of the Chung <laughs> gang. Uh, the, the thing is, uh, think about Obama is actually he if he really would tell the truth, he did ha have it hard. He was abandoned by his father. That's awful. And I then mean, his probably, mother and then his mother. Yeah, his mother, too. So, I mean. It's it's just off. That's that's terrible. But no, he wants that narrative where there there are people that in his life who were you know uh, who who were, were victims of racism in Hawaii, which he 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 just couldn't really find, could he? So uh, you know, and then I love oh you know he's the one we've been waiting for, and he's the truth teller. Such, I mean, what a hype machine! What an absolute hype machine! My sister, my sister tried to move to uh, to Hawaii, took her kids, and tried to tried to live in Hawaii for a year. And do uh, you know who are the true victims of racism in Hawaii? Howley. Who? White people. That's oh, yeah. What they yeah. Call, that's what they call okay. white people. They're the true victims of racism. Her, really? her kid her kid was getting beat up every single really? day at school. And wow. uh, when when, uh, when uh, she went to the she went to the teacher and said, you know, can you can you stop them from beating up my kid? And the teacher said, hey, he's Howley. Uh, look, I got to tell you, that's not my experience in Hawaii. Now, true, I was at the Four Seasons in uh, Kanapali <laughs> Beach, but that was not my experience. Um, anyway, um, so I was thinking for Tim Scott because uh, the, there was an Onion headline that, that said, you know, well, Republicans are wink, wink, uh, uh, have an objection to him. And I actually thought um, I actually thought that it, it was the fact that he was black. But maybe it's because he's a bachelor and Republicans think that he's gay. I, I, I don't know. Um, so I was thinking what he could do. This is where, you know, I'm, I'm putting the thinking cap on. You got the tinfoil cap. I got the thinking cap, boy. What if he married Hillary and said that she could be the presidential partner that she was during 
you know, the Bill Clinton administration. I got to think that is the fusion that we are looking for in this country right now. And, and she would dump Bill in a second. You know, she'd do it. And what about it? What about it? Yeah, I mean, I worth it. Worth a shot. All right. Worth a I, shot. Yeah. Get the ring. Get down on your knee, Tim. Well, that's the thing. I think they're claiming that he does get down on his knee too. I mean, I, I, I'm not sure. all right. So, all right. Uh, I don't know what they're claiming. I don't know. I vote for him. Anyway, as far as DeSantis, and it is pronounced Ron DeSantis, um, you is know, it really, is it, is yeah, that... apparently it's not DeSantis, it's DeSantis. You say, uh, you say, Tato. The, Boy, that um, sounds uh, that sounds more this, like this... a it sounds more like a product. It's uh, right. Well, now this deodorant, Twitter... disinfectant, DeSantis. Yeah, right. so I, I agree. Now this gotta, Twitter ain't going to see desanitize the right. Okay, I'm sorry I didn't let you riff on that. I, I, you know, I'm running right <laughs> That's over okay. you. That's okay. Uh, well, I missed you for two weeks, and you know, so I'm, I missed running over you. So, um, they're saying that this uh, launch yesterday wasn't good because there were a lot of glitches uh, on Twitter. It's interesting because what he was talking about primary, he wasn't talking so much about the economy as he was talking about Twitter, i.e., tech censorship. You know, the social issues. So, so I, I, it was good that he was on Twitter because the medium really was the message that he uh, was delivering. Pardon my Marshall McLuhan. Uh, and uh, yeah, all right. I mean, I remember Obamacare's launch wasn't wasn't all that great either. Uh, I, it, it's hardly going to be fatal. Nobody's going to remember this. And there is polling that that uh, while Biden beats out Trump in the the, the key states, the swing states, that DeSantis beats Biden in those swing states. Now, if we can only get DeSantis the nomination, which is the big hurdle, agree? Yeah, uh, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm not picking horses in this one, even though. Uh, no, I even understand. I think. Uh, I I think. He, and actually, I, I I admire his launch on Twitter because uh, it was. My biggest concern about DeSantis, DeSantis yeah. is that he doesn't have the ability to 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 fight the media like Donald Trump did. Donald Trump was was he an expert on uh, uh, making the media chase their own tail. Uh, but going on Twitter has really uh, uh, it's kind of upset the media. He kind of well, uh, no, it, so it, was, it, it almost it's almost like he launched a salvo against the media. It's like I need none of you. Well, right. And that's the way he's doing it. That's the way he's been doing it for the past several months. I mean, he didn't go on their timetable. He's not going to their outlets. He and he knows that you know it's always a setup job. They'll right. ask him questions that it'll all it'll be all about Trump. He won't get what he wants out. And, uh, you know, the politicians have the leverage now. They don't have to. They're not beholden to, uh, you know, to Walter Cronkite anymore. So as far as this polling goes, so there's uh, there's this. Uh, outfit called catalyst i believe they're data crunchers who uh, predicted obama would win in a walk like in 2012 uh, so they, they've got a little bit of cred a key uh demographic is non-college white women okay and they were anti-gop in the 22 2022 midterms they don't like trump and as we talked about before you know, you, Trump wins with married men, married women, um, with single men. But Biden had like 67 percent of all single women. And now you got this subset, I guess, or, or there's a Venn diagram there. there. There's an overlap. 
non-college white women are anti-GOP. And this seems it resonates. Where is and are they anti, has a problem with women? Are they anti-GOP or do they just have grandpa issues? I you know, you know maybe maybe they didn't get enough five dollar bills in their birthday cards. huh? <laughs> well, there's all that. Look, <laughs> you're preaching to the choir on that one. Anyways, food for thought. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. I've never seen a lap dance. Are both people naked? No, it's not skin to skin. And when Sunny Hostin revealed she'd never seen a lap dance for herself. Leave it to Woofy to take matters in your own hands. No, I'm doing it to you. Oh, okay. <laughs> First, I start, I'm looking at you. Yes. Okay. You and then I, turn, I start to okay. turn. Don't Let's look at me. And then it's going like this. And then it's like that. And then it's me going down all the way. And I can touch you too. And then I come And then I go back on the side. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly rap and tim i gotta say um you know <laughs> oh if God. Whoopi goldberg gives you a lap dance i don't think that's cheating uh i i, I don't think so no I, th- I think it's a public service or service excuse me but um yeah yeah well you know i, I guess that would depend on your wife if you survive <laughs> right, exactly if you actually make it home well, wouldn't that be great if they gave out T-shirts at, at the view? You know, I survived a lap dance by Whoopi Goldberg. I, that, would be, yeah. not a, that would be pretty not good. A, not so, a lot of Whoopi um, there. Yeah. You know, her name is Karen. Something. Karen Johnson. Karen Johnson. Right. Yeah. And it's easily convertible to uh, to, to Whoopi. Um, so. Uh, there was this book, uh, an Il- Illinois teacher got fired, I think, for uh you know, and, and the way you read the story, it's she, all she was trying to do was let expose kids to a, a a good LGBTQ book. There's there's the woman right there igniting social action in the uh, in the in the classroom and um, the ELA classroom. What's ELA? ELA? Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. What's ELA? Well, when you look at the actually what's in the book, I, I, I can't even say it even on a podcast. It's like, well, oh. how to administer oh uh, oh. uh uh certain kinds of jobs uh, i mean it's just it's 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 ridiculous and huh. then the, then there was of course she should have been fired but you know she's got that nice grin there and she looks you know kind of homely and, and um so like so, someone you wouldn't want to do it ela with no not at all so uh, whatever that is so they also uh, like a whoopee lap dance <laughs> so you imagine being a whoopee's cushion? Oh boy, let me tell you. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sure it would make a similar noise. Yeah. <laughs> so, also just ha- happening within the last day or so, um, this woman who uh, did some poem that was at Biden's inaugural—they've kept that. Um, They—they've uh, banned that book, but they really haven't banned it. They've just raised the age at which somebody could be exposed to it in school. So they, they always overstate the case on these things. I mean, yeah. So, so now, now what was that about the poem? It was, it was it, a poem that, that a child uh, uh, composed for the, for the inauguration, right? Isn't that what? I think that's the woman who did that. They're the child who did that, but it was just deemed age inappropriate, but you, you could read it in the next grade or something like that. It wasn't, 
that mm. big a deal, but they always overstate the case. Now, the big thing that's been going on lately is the Los Angeles Dodgers. Have you followed that? What's going on with them? The Oh, uh, yeah, the Sisters yeah. of Perpetual Indulgence. Exactly. And um, roll over Vin Scully. Tell Walter O'Malley the news. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll try and do my best Vin Scully impersonation. The group's motto is go and send some more. They annually host a Foxy Mary and Hunky Jesus contest on Easter Sunday. This year, that included a Jesus and Mary themed striptease in which, per the San Francisco Chronicle, a pole dancer was writhing upside down on a large wooden cross. Senator Marco Rubio observes that the group's Group hosts pub crawls mocking the stations of the cross and even the Eucharist. And then, you know, if I were Ben Scully, I'd, then I'd have a long pause uh, to dramatize it, you know, like it, after Koufax pitched the perfect game. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, you know, I thought it was bad when the White Sox shut out uh, my former uh, partner, Steve Dahl, uh, on his 40th anniversary of disco demolition. Uh, they, they, they invited him out to the park, but apparently disco is... Uh, 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 anti-gay who knew at the time so they didn't show him throwing out the ceremonial first pitch and they made no mention of uh, his appearance there that day. and i think he had about 400 people there with him no mention you know of that it on the broadcast that, dis that disco gay connection really does uh uh, uh it, 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 back when it back when disco was happening we didn't know it you know, we thought right. we thought John Travolta was straight. Right, we, right, we thought, right. We, we thought know. the village people were actually construction it, you know, workers and Indians. Right. It was unconscious <laughs> bias against gays. We didn't know that. But anyway, you know, compare, this is pretty awful too. what's going on with the Dodgers. And do you see this Burger King ad? It shows the and they're they're all into, you know, it's Pride Month coming up. And um, mm -hmm. They, they showed the, the uh, buns upside down and on, on, on a Whopper. Uh, so I'm, I'm thinking between Burger King and Bud Light, you know, pretty soon a lot of us are going to still be deplorable, but we're going to be a lot healthier. Uh, because, <laughs> I, I, yeah. Explain the buns upside down on the Burger King commercial. I don't know what you're saying. The there. thing uh, speaks for itself, I think. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, it's just uh, somebody's tweeted to me. I just wouldn't want any of the special sauce there. But anyway, um, <laughs> Target and then Target's they've lost a lot of value uh, over the last few days because um, they had some uh, items like uh, um, tuck friendly women's swimsuits that allow trans women who have not had gender affirming operations to conceal their private parts. And um, there was just a. Uh, there was there's the burger. Oh, OK. OK, I get it. OK, now. yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, for those of you for our radio listeners, yeah. the uh, it, one Whopper has two sesame seeds and the other uh, Whopper has two bottoms. I, I see. There you go. Yeah, I I, I kind of got two it tops, without actually two paying tops, that close attention. Two tops and two bottoms, which actually doesn't work in the community. Right. Right. Exactly. It works. It, it, so they can be they can be drinking buddies, but they're not partners. Yeah. No, it's actually it's actually an anti-gay ad by uh, Burger King. Uh, <laughs> if, if you think about it. Now, I was thinking, you know, so so uh, Target had to withdraw all these uh, items. And... I think I think, you know, I think if you've got a kid that's not really good at sports, I think that took friendly uh, swimsuit oh, yeah. is a great idea because then he can try out for the women's team. Sure. Sure. Uh, no, I, I, there's might actually might actually get a real trophy rather than just a participation <laughs> one this right. this, this right. season. But, you know, I'm thinking, um, you know, they had to remove some of this offensive merchandise. And um, 
Mm-hmm. I, I was just thinking if t- if the target's in the right neighborhood, all the offensive merchandise could be removed by looters. End of problem. Uh, but um, <laughs> one uh, of them I saw was a pin that said something like Satan uses correct pronouns or Satan <laughs> appreciates your pronouns. All right, let's turn to uh, you didn't you didn't stop by Italy uh, during. Your, I actually did. I saw okay. this and, and uh, I just uh, during the break, I went and asked the wife if she actually got a picture of me in front of the Trevi Fountain that we okay. could use for the but we did not. So. Well, were you one of the climate protesters who blackened <laughs> the Trevi Fountain? Were you one I of was, the. I only soiled it with three euro. Well, see, I was thinking, you know, you were one of the three clowns in the fountain. (laughs) I mean, they uh, how could they do that? How could they do that to uh, to the Trevi Fountain of all of all uh, of all things? Is is it is is it beautiful? The Trevi Fountain? Oh, man. I I learned something that I I did not realize. Did you know that the aqueducts are still being used by the people of Rome? The aqueducts, the aqueducts are still running. Yeah. And the Trevi Fountain does not have a pump. That's actually the end of the aqueduct. Oh, unbelievable. Do they still have uh, gladiator races in the in the Coliseum, <laughs> Tim? Do you like those? Do they still have chariot races? Yeah. And the and the guide actually pointed out, she said you can still drink it. The the, the water is the water is so clean that it's yeah. drinkable that you so, can and, actually and back to the Coliseum. Uh, did the Christians beat the lions this time? Or, you know, the, the lions <laughs> Every, are really coming. Everyone beats the lions. What? Well, not anymore. <laughs> they almost made the playoffs this year. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, so there's a story, uh, you know, apparently, uh, you know, it's not only the looting and everything that's scaring people away from the, the downtown areas of the cities, but it's remote work. Uh, and so, you know, they're down like 20% in, in, uh, you know, occupancy uh, right now. I was thinking one of the answers would be it's a long term one. How about having more children? So, so we could build, <laughs> or, or importing Chinese. That's uh, that's what I'm thinking about. But uh, that that is a problem right now. I I mean, I've been downtown actually a couple of times in the last few weeks. Did not run into any problems whatsoever. So as far as I'm concerned, it's 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 fine. And uh, and Mayor Johnson can just go right ahead. And and you know what they're doing this weekend? for Memorial Day, they Governor Pritzker has uh, ordered uh, 30 peacekeepers, they're calling him, to come downtown uh, you know, to the various neighborhoods yeah. in the city. And uh, apparently this is nothing different from what they've done on major holidays and prior administrations as well. They're, they're trying to occupy everybody with like 3 p.m. basketball or whatever it is. And uh, <laughs> it, it, but the, the, it, it doesn't seem to actually have worked. The only thing is, is that this guy, when, when we see the statistics come, you know, Monday, uh, Monday on, you know, how many were shot over the weekend and, and I hope not, nobody was, will be. Um, and he's going to be stuck with, you know, the label of the guy who's defunding the police, even though he's probably done, doing the same thing that everybody's done, you know, for the past several years. But it, it's going to stick with him and uh, he may have a lot to answer for very, very shortly. I uh I actually saw a meme. Somebody uh showed a bunch of you know those little those little uh, uh yellow table tents that they put on the ground to to mark the shell casings after uh after oh, a shooting. Okay. Referred to those as Chicago dandelions. Gee, <laughs> Bruce Wolf tips Legolanda. <laughs> Weekly rap. You want me to do 
Weekly rap. Big uh, Tina Turner fan, Tim? Uh, no, not at all. Now, <laughs> so, <laughs> I, 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 you racist bastard. Um, so, um, it's just not my style. I like really loved Proud Mary. Okay, so, mm-hmm. I, and it was, you know, I remember the Credence Clearwater Revival uh, version of it, and uh, I thought, yeah. I think Tina was superior, much far superior. I mean, it. I always love that little that little dialogue in front that uh, we never do anything nice. We never ever do anything nice and easy. So we're gonna take the first part of the song. We're gonna do it nice and easy. <laughs> and then, anyway, so um, I was actually at a wedding over the weekend downtown at the Adler Planetarium outside, most beautiful view in Chicago. You know, the lakefront and the skyline. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but in, inside, you know, they had, the, they had the reception and um, it, there were, you know, several of us, you know, seniors there. Uh, the music was very senior friendly, I've got to say. Usually if you go to these <laughs> weddings, well, they'll start out with friendly. But then, you know, by 10 o'clock, they're basically telling you, get out. And they start playing this horrible <laughs> stuff. But one of the songs they played was Proud Mary. I mean, they had a great band there. It wasn't just some DJ uh, or, you know, one, a keyboard guy. There was a keyboard guy and drums and brass and, and guitar. And it was it was really good. So they're playing Proud Mary. And of course, you know, you get to the part where, you know, at, at, when we start doing it nice and rough, lift a good job in the city and rolling, 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 you know, and you, you, I do the Tina up part where you know she's shaking her head down and, and practically going down to the ground and going back up up and down up and down well they thought i was having a stroke and they brought the paddles over and i said no i'm i'm just doing tina that's all uh-huh. i wouldn't want to see a video of it because i'm sure that i wasn't going as far down as i thought i was i was probably just bobbing my head a little bit sure even, even that uh, but anyway, yeah, probably I, probably you'd probably actually look at the video and go oh my god i'm surprised they didn't get the paddles <laughs> it's just so yeah i did like that song uh and uh you know and yeah, I, didn't, I didn't the the 80s comeback it was it just wasn't it just wasn't my oh uh, i you know i didn't wasn't play. wasn't my brand no to I me was, uh, uh tina turner's era is like 1972 that's it <laughs> for a few months but they were they were a few great months so uh Tim, i had a friend you... i had a friend that had a joke in the day and it was uh i i think i can say this well we'll sure. bleep it if you can't was uh is that ike turner's actually going to do an album with uh sonny bono it's going to be called where'd our bitches go oh uh, yeah right sure yeah right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's funny. I just saw a picture of uh, Cher and uh, Tina Turner on some special back in the day. Uh, yeah, no, don't get me going on Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, and that's a great song, too. So, anyway, we I, don't know, Tim, we don't know. Cher might have died years ago. It's a there, there's I, somebody, there's somebody, there's so much plastic there that she, <laughs> you know, this is how old we are now. Somebody tell me what year she finally won the Academy, she won an Academy Award for Moonstruck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, it was pretty good. A singer turning into an, an, an actress, but I got to think that's got to be 25 years already. Oh, since oh no, that's got to be 40, that'd be 40 years. You think, uh, was, yeah, I think Moonstruck yeah. is probably about 40 years ago. Yeah. I, I don't think it's, and that was not the one that was not the one with the kid with, uh, with, uh, with the funny head. Right. That was a different movie. Was that sure? <laughs> oh, right. Right. Yeah. I remember the kid with the funny head. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I, I, we, I don't we know should, if she got it. I don't know if she got it. We should resurrect Siskel and Ebert. We should do our own version where we don't know the names of the movies. And we're just <laughs> talking about the, what's that? What's that movie where the guy had the sled that was named after, uh, you know, the uh, yeah, yeah, that's one elephant. Isn't that elephant man? I, I want to no, say. that wasn't elephant. Ele I think it was the same disease, but different movie. <laughs> the elephant man movie was the guy that was like a uh, uh, he he was a he was rescued as a circus freak and yeah, then turned into yeah. a turned into a college science hey, collegiate hey. science freak. Oh, this one's <laughs> mask. Chris is telling us. Chris right. also, you know, get get this train wreck back on or this shipwreck. <laughs> the other one, the other one was background. done by David Lynch. It was a David Lynch. Yeah. Show. All right. So yeah, well, look at Cher. Look how young she is there. Uh, the mask guy. Wow. Wow. There is actually it, it. Cher actually has as much uh, 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 prosthetics as that now as that <laughs> but kid. It, had it, then. I'll tell you, it worked for her. Now, tell me, I, I can't go on until I know when Moonstruck. Guys, I'm thinking it's like 25 years ago, but you're thinking it's 40 and you may be closer to. Well, I think it might be more than 40. Yeah. Uh, Chris is coming up that Eric Stiltz is the actor there. I don't care who that was. <laughs> I'm getting very testy. I almost, hey, buddy, I almost had a stroke, according to witnesses on Saturday night. Yeah, Chris, to dance is, more, Chris is more obsessed the kid, the kid with the I large head movie. I want to know when Moonstruck, and I'm not, okay, Moonstruck, Metro Goldwyn Mayer picture. 87, and, yep. What, what year? 87. So it's 87. Uh, so we're looking at uh, 36 years ago. 36 so yeah. yeah all right closer to 40 than 20 no you uh, but i think i think you overbid so i think i win on the prices <laughs> right i'm not really sure i'll, I'll rig it i don't sometime. even know what moonstruck was about to be oh it was a you. great movie i can't remember but it like was really good i like it, i said it, i because that kid kind of looked like a mac tonight yeah you, you, you know remember? what moonstruck is one of those movies i actually saw in a movie theater and wow. uh I can't remember the last time I went to a movie in a movie theater. Didn't you go see here again? We this is Siskel and Ebert Redux. The guys don't know the names of the movies and they don't even go to them. <laughs> what? <laughs> can't make fun of your bald head or girth, but uh, you know, I've so far. I, I went. I, I went to. I went to a movie recently. Yeah. What? What was that? It was. Uh, I don't know the name of the movie. Of course but was, not. But it was uh, Avatar Two. Oh, okay. All right. I, there it, you go. Way of Water is that it? the Way of Water? Yeah, I you know I didn't even see the first one. You know when Cameron's films are always the Way of Water. Oh, okay. It, it, it's uh, because you uh, it, they're so long you you have to find a spot in the movie where you can make the Way of Water. <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> and it's I actually looked it up. They actually uh, there was actually a website where they told you the best place to actually. Well, I mean, like, Cameron Cameron did Titanic, right? I've told you this yeah. story before. Can you tell the story that I'm going to tell right now? Uh, no, no, I, I, I don't. Stop know that me I know because you have heard it. I'm sure I have. Titanic. It's three and a half hours. Everybody's got these gigantic. Don Lemon stories. was not in that film, though. <laughs> he wasn't. There was. There were. You know, everybody has their 64 ounce beverages. Uh, mm -hmm. The movie's three and a half hours. I, obviously, at the end of the movie, when it, you know, when it ends, everybody rushes to the. Uh, the laboratories, uh, the facilities, and there was a gigantic line and I yelled out women and children first. So I, <laughs> I, I thought that was, a, I, you know, they never made the cut in the movie. Actually. It's so, uh, it, it's actually, if there's ever been a reason to bring back the intermission, Titanic was it because it's <laughs> was. because just about the time the 64 ounce beverage is gone. Oh is yeah. The part of the movie where the cold water starts rushing. In. Right. Right. It gives you, it gives you the idea. Uh, yeah. you know, either that or wear adult diapers.
So, um, here's something. not re- not ready for that yet. I am no, not. Thank goodness. <laughs> I am thank not ready goodness. to relieve myself in the theater seat. No, nope, not yet. <laughs> right. I'm sure that I'm sure that day will come. Oh, it's it's get it's it's coming. <laughs> so, uh, there was an announcement uh, the other day that that the Peacock Network, you know, that you got to buy, you have to subscribe mm-hmm. to, is going to have one National Football League playoff game this coming year. I mean, so there will be one game you have to pay for. Well, I mean. And I'm thinking this is racist. You know, you see the helmets, uh, the NFL players and racism and everything. This is going to disproportionately impact poor people who can't afford to subscribe to Peacock for one lousy football game. Um, And yet Hmm. they're going to do that. Uh, Hmm. You know, you know, we, we, we entertain all the notions of Colin Kaepernick all the time. And, you know, we're, we're putting our, our, our knee down during the national anthem. What well, about this you know football what? game that black people and poor other poor people aren't going to be able to see? Not that all black people are poor people. You okay. know what? If 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 what you're saying is true, uh, Bruce, yeah. that uh, the yeah. black people do not subscribe to uh, uh, streaming networks, ninety nine percent of their programming has no audience. <laughs> well, yeah, that's for sure. So there used to be. You don't know, there, which reminds me, there's a uh, where did I see this? Is one of the one of the women that was on Bridgerton? Did you see this they, at the coronation? Said she 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 was in she was a, a star in Bridgerton, and she was uh, allowed for some network to actually do play by play for the coronation. Right, and she's like, "Wow, I never realized how many white people there are in that family." <laughs> so, so Hamilton. Actually- Hamilton casting has really left a left a void in people's knowledge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually saw Bridgerton and uh, I even tried to watch the latest season and I I just couldn't I just couldn't take it. Although I can you know what? I confuse Bridgerton with the Catherine the Great one where it's it's all about uh, having sex. But I. They're, they're conflating. Did the Catherine? Yeah. I haven't seen the Catherine the Great one. Yeah. I did just I'm one, one, you, one, is... question, one question about it. Is there a bull? It, well, Catherine the Great is. She actually says that she protests and says, "I did not have sex with a horse." You know, but it's it's as unconvincing as Clinton talking about <laughs> uh, that woman, Monica Lewinsky. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to close by by saying that there was. Um, this morning uh, radio personality, the most popular one ever in the history of Chicago, Wally Phillips, who used to buy up the leftover Bears tickets that hadn't uh, sold by t- the time of the deadline uh, to keep the, to, to to allow the game to be on television. And he would get a benefactor to to do that. So where oh, Wally, where are you now? There you go. For sure. <laughs> where are you now to buy subscriptions for people to to Peacock so can, we can watch the. One NFL play uh, playoff game, and on that very sad note, Tim, we're glad to have you back. Don't oh, don't take another ship, a trip on a ship uh, uh, in the near future. Bruce Will, yeah, Tim Slagle, on the weekly wrap, and that's the weekly wrap on radio and television. Follow Bruce at Bruce Wolf Shy on Twitter and Tim at TimSlagle.com. The weekly wrap with Bruce Wolf, a CP Pods production.